All right, welcome back. Father Hawk Cold Approach Podcast with Ryan. Good to have you tuning in again. For what is episode number 13 called Kill the Bot to Level Up? You're probably thinking, what the hell does that even mean? Let me explain. So early on in your cold approach journey, I know this happened for me, and it's not even going to be early on. It's likely going to last from your beginner stage up until a lot of your intermediate stage. And it's something I call robot self-preservation mode. You could also refer to it as stifledness or rigidity or being overly quote-unquote gamey or scripted. Basically, what I mean is what we do is in Cold Approach, because it's such a profoundly tough game and a tough thing to do, obviously, it's riddled with just copious amounts of not only rejection, but pretty harsh rejection, depending on how early you are in your journey. And as a way to deal with that rejection, we create almost like an alter ego that we compartmentalize, that we can use to be rejected and not our personal inherent self. Because I've heard Jordan Peterson talk about this sporadically, about men's inherent fear of getting rejected by women. And he says why men are so terrified of women and the thought of being rejected by them is because the very idea of being fundamentally rejected by a attractive member of the opposite sex for you being a potential partner, sexual partner and mate, the thought of being fundamentally rejected on that level is inherently difficult for men to conceptualize and be able to absorb. And I agree. Cold approach is one of the hardest things you do in your life. It'll be one of the biggest emotional roller coasters that you will experience because of this very reason. When you're early on in your journey and you don't know how to internalize and interpret rejection in a non-personal way where you are giving it way too much meaning like a girl's trivial passing snapshot perception of you and rejecting that, it's really, really tough. I just did an episode on this called, yeah, about rejection. So check that out. But this is part of the reason why we create this alter ego. And I don't know, it might not be true for everybody, but I absolutely know this was true for me. I created almost like this, this bot, this fucking cold approach day game bot that that was like my caricature. That was like, this expression of myself that I was using to compartmentalize to get rejected. So I was like, okay, so if I get rejected, like this is just the Ryan cold approacher alter ego that's getting rejected, not Ryan on a personal inherent authentic level. Now, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. It's almost like a, it's almost like a necessary part of the journey to be able to make this sustainable for yourself to actually stop you from quitting. So look, man, I'm all for anything that makes you not want to quit the game, to want to continue approaching and and get better and continue to level up, right? So it's almost like a necessary part of the journey. However, it will only get you so far and it'll only get you so many results with women. Here's the thing, like you'll succeed, like you'll be able to pull a bunch of girls with this, but the level of attractiveness of the girls, you will notice yourself hit a, a market level. I've also done a podcast on this called Female Physical Attractiveness. There are levels to this game. And this is exactly what I'm referring to. Robot preservation mode or stifledness or rigidity or or gaminess or scriptedness. It will only reach you a certain level with women before you are forced to evolve 
and transcend that so you can break through what I refer to as the low seven ceiling in this episode of female physical attractiveness. It'll only get you so far until you need to evolve, level up to break through that ceiling. Okay, so this is what I'm going to be explaining in this episode. I'm going to be unpacking what this self-preservation mode thing is and basically how to overcome it and the importance of doing so to level up. So I've just explained what it is. I've explained that it's basically a defense mechanism to protect you from not only the quantity of rejections, but also the harshness of the rejections. So as I've mentioned in previous podcasts about rejection and approach anxiety, basically the cruel irony is the earlier on you are in your journey, the more rejections you'll get and the harsher rejections that you will get as well. So this is why we develop this alter ego to get rejected rather than our inherent authentic self. Because deep down we feel like every rejection or every harsh rejection, if our authentic, true, inherent self is copying that, we have this like fragile interpretation that there's only so much damage that can be absorbed to our almost our soul. And that's why we create this hardened exterior or this alter ego, which we almost like outsource our rejection to in order to protect that authentic inner, more inherent self. And it makes sense from a survival perspective, right? But it is a form of cope. And this is why you need to transcend it. And I'll just say why you need to transcend it is not only to get better results, but I'm saying this to reassure you that when you inevitably do bring out your authentic self to be rejected, you'll find that it's not fragile. You can absorb a lot of rejection and harsh rejections too, and it won't affect your identity. It won't affect your your authentic self. Okay, so for me, in my journey, this bot that I created, it lasted for all of my beginner stage, and it lasted for almost, I would say, the majority of my intermediate stage. And I'll give you two examples of like this bot mode I was in and how I cold approach now. So bot version was, uh, hey, excuse me, like this is how I would sound. I go, hey, excuse me, I, I just wanted to say that, um, yeah, you look quite good. I mean, you're, you're, you're wearing this nice, uh, yeah, coat. And I had to say, uh, hi, really like stifled and rigid, right? Whereas now, if I go to a girl, I've got no qualms with just like completely free-flowing and authentically expressing myself. So it'd sound a lot more like, hey, hey, no, two seconds. Look, I, I had to say hi. I mean, I had to take my chance. You looked really good. But I'm not sure if you're married. You're probably going to tell me you're married with three kids or something, aren't you, right? So you can notice the difference, right? Like the latter is obviously a lot more charismatic. It's a lot more free-flowing. It's a lot more, um, it's more entitled it's more i don't give a fuck whether you reject me all this good stuff i speak about in previous podcasts about getting out of your own way and that's part of the big part of the equation here of transcending the bot killing the bot is getting out of your own way because being a bot day gaming and cold approaching in this coat mode it's basically a form of being in your own way it's basically fear you're scared that if you put your authentic self out there I know that sounds corny, but it's legit. You feel like you can't absorb that type of rejection and it's bullshit. You definitely can. Cool. So part of the reason why I think it lasted for so long for me was when you're consuming a lot of like online material in this space, I mean, if you're using like a, 
like a, a model or if you're using, I don't know, any sort of like, you know, scripted kind of stuff. And, and I recommend you do that in your beginner stages when you're like inherently nervous and you're inevitably going to go blank. It's helpful to have some sort of training wheels to rely on, right? Maybe you could use something like the London Day Game model or maybe you could like, you know, create your own basic process with a couple of sort of go-to lines or, you know, go-to jokes or phrases, right? Just to get you through like that nervous beginner stage. I've got no problem with that. And I know this is my experience. The training wheels was really good for me. It was very necessary early on whilst I learned the ropes and I got through my few first few hundred approaches where I could actually calm down and start quote unquote reading a play and then start to free flow and ad lib a little bit more. That really helped me. However, I took it too far where I overly relied on like the London day game model where I was just so in my head where I was like, okay, I'm at this point in the model. I need to transition into deep comfort rapport and it just fucked me up. So... What happened was I hit a point where I was probably weirding out the hotter girls. And this is what happens. The hotter girls, the less attractive girls, if you look good, you sound good enough, you're getting enough credit from the boldness of the approach. A lot of the less attractive girls, like the sixes and stuff, six to high sixes, maybe the straight sevens, maybe low sevens, depending on how available they are and sort of into you, they'll go for it. However, the higher you go up on the scale, basically the hotter the girl gets, the more options she has, the margin for error is smaller because the less bullshit she's going to tolerate because she doesn't have to. She's just got such an abundance of choices of guys out there. If she thinks you're like premeditated or stifled or rigid or like putting some fake compartmentalized version of yourself, she'll just blow you out. She'll just reject you because she doesn't need to fuck with that energy. She's got an abundance of guys to choose from. So she's going to be choosing guys who are out of their own way, who are unstifled, who are free-flowing, who don't give a fuck, who are honestly putting themselves forward and being completely authentic. So you can obviously work out with what I'm saying now that in order to get the hotter girls, that's the space that you need to get to. So as I touched on before, bot mode, stifleness, rigidness, you know, approaching from that unauthentic place, it's practical and it is efficient and it definitely can get you late for sure with you know quite a few girls but you will hit a ceiling i'm not doubting that it's not practical and efficient it definitely is and it's almost necessary up until a certain point but you do need to transcend that touching on like the results you're going to get i can 100 percent guarantee that you are going to be capped out your results are going to be capped out and my personal opinion is i think a lot of people are doing cold approach in this mode and i'm talking about people from all levels from beginner up until advanced and I just don't think they really are aware of it. I think a lot of people in this space are kind of gassed up on this idea of game. They're gassed up on the ideology of of it in itself, and they build an identity around being a quote-unquote gamer, about being a, you know, pick-up dude. And um, the grand irony is it's only going to get you so far with a certain type of girl and a certain girl with a level of attraction until you hit a ceiling. So... Yeah, that's just my personal belief. I think most people are capped and the ones that are not and are getting good results are normally the ones who are free-flowing and they seem more natural, right? It's the same thing in sales. The more advanced salesperson is going to be the guy where it seems like he's not even selling. It seems like he's not putting on a performance. Everything is just smooth. So a lot of evolving from bot mode and killing the bot is going to be inherently getting out of your own way. This is mostly going to be mindset and psychologically. So that's going to be removing 
a lot of your trauma. It's going to be removing a lot of your or addressing a lot of your mummy issues. It's going to be addressing a lot of your ideas about women in the opposite sex. And a lot of this can be done by yourself, by doing your own research online. Maybe it could be done with journaling. Maybe it could be done with introspection. But I'll tell you now, the shortcut and the hack is to just get therapy, to find a really good therapist to go, okay, I feel like I have some ambivalent emotions and feelings about women and I want to work out what that is. And then you can go into your childhood, you can go into your dynamic with your mum, with your parents, and right there in that inquiry, you'll find a lot of answers. So I highly, highly recommend doing that, finding a good therapist. They're not all woke, they're not all lame, they're not all uh, shit. There's a lot of really good ones out there that can significantly help you shortcut your way to get success and therefore get your results quicker. So I definitely recommend checking that out, getting a therapist. A big part of yeah, transcending this is going to be uh, yeah, getting out of your way psychologically. Another part is going to be being a lot more socially normal. So increasing your social coolness, increasing your swagger. I cover this stuff in another podcast episode called Get Out of Your Own Way. So things I recommend is joining team sports. I recommend getting a not only a social job, but getting a job with socially cool people. So a couple examples of that is going to be getting a sales job in a big office with a big sales floor, ideally with people making cold calls, ideally with a company with a lot of charismatic, outgoing, edgy characters who naturally already get good results with chicks. So they got the gift of the gab, they can talk the talk, they get laid, they're cool guys, they're outgoing they can tell a good story. When you're in these environments, those people will 100% shape you. They will make you better in all those areas. They'll make you more socially calibrated. It's because these guys are typically more disagreeable. So if you tend to say lame or whack shit, they'll kind of jump on you and rinse you in a good way. And you do it to them too. And the same thing happens in, in team sports. This is why I recommend this stuff. You want to be like the least lone wolf possible because it makes you weird the more lone wolf you are. But the more like collective you are in your social behavior, the cooler you're going to be, the more swaggy you're going to develop. And therefore you'll have a wider pool of girls to be able to get who are way hotter as well. Another job you can get, hospitality. Maybe you could get a job at like a cool bar with cool bartenders, people who have good style, who have good chat, who are very social, who are cool, who ideally get laid. So yeah, that's another example of what you can do. So yeah, anyway, the takeaway point is increase your quote unquote social coolness, decrease the stuff that's in your way, like your dorkiness or your weirdness or your, sorry to say, like quote unquote loserness. Basically just be like a cool, sociable, normal dude who is more charismatic than average, who is cooler than average, who has more swagger than average. Another thing I would say is try to be in the environments with the girls that you want to get as often as possible. So try to be as social as possible at work uh, with friends, with friends of friends. Try to get into the social circles that have the people that you want to be around and have the girls that you want to get. Now, I'm not promoting like, like there's a way to do social circle game, right? I mean, do that if you want. I mean, ideally we are just, this is about cold approach, but it's more in terms of being able to socially vibe with and connect with basically your target market. So like if you... If you like hot white girls from first world cities, I mean, try to get in as many social situations with those girls and the guys 
that are friends with and get those girls as well. So when you inevitably meet these girls in cold approach, you can identify who she is. And more importantly, she can identify who you are, i.e. a guy that she vibes with, who she's attracted to, who she feels good about like hooking up with, essentially. Okay, so once you've done a lot of work around getting out of your own way, the last level is it's going to be the mindset thing. It's really going to be down to you to decide to honestly put your authentic self out there. So to kill this bot, to kill this compartmentalized version of yourself that you're outsourcing rejection to, killing that thing and have the courage and the willingness and making the choice to cold approach from your most realist, authentic, raw place that is you and having the courage to absorb that rejection. That's going to be the final part. It's ultimately going to be deciding to do that. And then secondly, forcing the behavior that is going to achieve that outcome. So what that means is once you make that decision to kill that bot and bring out your authentic self, the key is going to be stop behaving like the bot and start behaving like the authentic person. Now, I don't want that to sound like fucking woo-woo or way too too vague. What I mean is the way in which you interact with the closest people in your life, like your family and your friends, that's how you want to behave with women when you are cold approaching. It's basically, quote-unquote, being yourself, okay? Now, I'm not promoting this be-yourself game. This is in the context of, okay, you've gotten a bunch of cold approach experience, you have gotten out of your own way. And lastly, you have internalized rejection in the right way, which can make you able and willing to cold approach from an authentic space and be willing to absorb the rejection as a result. Okay. I hope that makes sense. So to reinforce that point, that is going to be your meditative practice every time you call approach, right? Because once you have this realization now, and hopefully this podcast inspires that, every time you call approach, you're going to be observing yourself and you're going to be observing yourself and seeing to what extent you are expressing yourself and vibing and connecting with the woman that you are interacting with in the call approach, whether you're basically communicating with her as the bot or the authentic you. So now you're going to be mindful of it now and you won't be able to not notice it. So you'll have an approach, an interaction where you're like, fuck, no, I was just like this rigid stifled bot. That wasn't like the real me. And then you start to like crack through that where you'll have this crackling interaction where you are interacting with the girl and vibing with her and bonding with her from like an authentic place and it will start to feel really good where you're like holy fuck like i just presented the authentic me and she embraced that shit and i guarantee you'll start to see like your results get better you start to see them responding different to you like holy shit who is this guy like this guy doesn't give a fuck he's got no fear no anxiety and he's like pretty fucking attractive he's just like authentically expressing himself like you start to feel this and then as you start to force this you start to practice it and force it It'll happen more and more gradually over time. The bot will slowly and slowly die away and this authentic self will come forth more and more to the point where you reach what I would call the promised land where you are out of your own way. You've internalized rejection in a healthy way where you have zero fear of authentically expressing yourself 
via cold approach and beyond by the way when you're on a date all the way up until like hooking up with her and dating her to the point where you are in this beautiful free-flowing state where you are not stifled you're not held back you're just honestly cold approaching from like the most realist deepest raw place that is you i don't mean for that to sound corny but in my experience this has been a profoundly important realization a profoundly important tweak in the way that I approach this thing. And to be honest with you, it's profoundly affected my results. This is one of the very things which helped me to penetrate the, um, no pun intended, low seven ceiling. And my results really took off after that point. I honestly think that the only way to get the hotter girls, like the low, the mid, higher sevens and eights, is when you're being authentic. I just think you're going to get rejected if you're doing it from like an inauthentic, rigid, weird, kind of like creepy place, to be honest with you. So anyway, guys, I'm going to leave this episode there. I hope that didn't come off too vague or woo-woo or kind of wishy-washy or anything like that. I hope you got the message. Maybe listen back to this a couple of times because it is one of the most fundamental parts of leveling up in this game. So yeah, anyways, hope that was valuable. I appreciate you tuning in and I look forward to uh, chatting to the next one. This has been Ryan with the Father Hawk Cold Approach Podcast. All right, lads, take it easy. Cheers.